Blog Talk Radio. Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, that's my new opening music. I have new opening music every single time. <laughs> every single time I come on, depending on what my mood says. Anyway, if anyone can identify what group that was, post that in the chat room. We'll see who gets it first. Uh, I don't think we got too much words on that. Anyway, welcome to the show. This is Ventura. Thanks for joining me today for Snake Oil Radio. This is our astrology uh, listener call-in show as well. So I'm going to take calls in a little bit. Um, let me tell you first a little bit about me and our show, and then we'll I'll talk to you a little bit about that in just a moment. If it's your first time tuning into Snake Oil Radio, again, welcome, whether you're listening live or later on in the archive. Uh, I'm Jim Ventura. I'm a professional astrologer, navigational consultant. I've worked with tarot, numerology, astrology, obviously, and another, a number of other types of oracles. Uh, I do the personal sessions for people here in my home office in Phoenix, as well as by phone with people all over the country. If you want any information on, on any of that, go to uh, jimventura.com, easy enough. I'm also a blog columnist. I do a monthly column. And if you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, uh, email me at venturasag at yahoo.com. It's always funny, whenever people uh, ask me, you know, every time I, I use that 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 email address for other things too, and I just laugh because people always like Ventura Sag. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, no one seems to catch the Sag part, uh, which I, I guess maybe they wouldn't unless they kind of clued in that I would probably put it up that way. So uh, email me at VenturaSagGahoo.com to get a free monthly newsletter. It is fine. Be so don't your email address. We've got a number of different things we do. Uh, if it was And uh, so we do one show each Thursday that you're on air, and that is today. So we're going to kind of update all of you guys on what's in astrology right now. About 20 minutes or so, and then we'll start to take live calls and five minute reads. Um, you know, I could pull the turtle card or an animal card for runes card um, and see what comes up for you if you have a specific question or if you just kind of want to see what comes up. So I'll keep those to about five minutes. I'd great to see we get a ton of callers uh, in the in the docket here. So I ask everyone to be patient. Uh, I will kind of take those calls uh, according to when you uh, called in in order. Uh, but I said it'll be about 20 minutes or so before I do that. Because I want to fill everyone in on the basic People make pitch. Uh, see, that's like Ventura Sash. They use their astrology. Which another sign, by the way. Um, some communication skills. Uh, I'm sure Gemini Moon knows this as well. 
Uh, that's one of the benefits of having the moon in an air sign. But our sun is actually getting ready. The sun itself is moving into Libra in the next couple of days. We've been in Virgo for the last month, so the sun's kind of pushing its way into Libra. So if you have your astrology chart, uh, you'll know that whether you're a Libra or not, you've got Libra somewhere in your chart. It's going to kind of encompass one or more, possibly two, of the uh, 12 houses that we have in an astrology chart. And I do want to explain a little of that to everybody um, in a little bit more detail because, you know, this is a kind of an interesting thing, and I'm going to get into this whole uh, thing about Libra in just a moment. But it's funny because the other day on, on Facebook, I had someone who wrote me and said, you know, someone recommended uh, you. You were really good. I wanted, she wanted to do a personal session. She said, I'm really interested in getting a Vedic astrology reading which is kind of a form of Indian astrology, and I had written her back, and I said, listen, I actually don't do Vedic astrology. I'm familiar with it, as I am with uh, with uh, Chinese astrology and a few other things as well, but it's not really my specialty. I've looked into a couple of things, and I've actually found really, in essence, that I, I feel that the Western astrology we are using does work the best. Now, that said, there's all kinds of different systems of astrology. I had someone once post on Facebook how the planet positions move so the conditions are different and they use kind of the new format um, you know I know there was a controversy about two years ago when they, they brought back the idea of that 13th sign as well so and there's always kind of issues about what system someone uses and, and what's the right one and what's the wrong one Anyway, um, this woman asked about the Vedic astrology and told her, now I use more Western astrology. I found it to be more effective, even though I'm sure Vedic astrology is awesome. But uh, I've never heard of her. She was clearly um, uh, obsessed with the idea that someone must have told her it had to be thicker. It was very cool. So, congratulations on that. Um, that's what I call <laughs> that, that's what I call a little bit of spiritual arrogance that people can get into. Um, uh, listen, you know, I've used it for many, many, many years, and i got to tell you that I have looked into different systems, and they do. They all have value. Um, I think Western works. I talked about this on a uh, uh, show two weeks ago about feng shui also, and that, you know, as much as Eastern feng shui makes sense to me because it's been around longer, um, we live in the West, so um, I had switched back to Western feng shui because I thought it made more sense and it was more effective for me, and I feel the same way about Western astrology. The other thing is, you can use any system that you like, which is totally open to in, uh, from other things, because it could come from from all different types of places. Okay, so that's my little that's my little rant. Now, uh, so we'll get back getting back to our astrology. Sun's moved into moving into Libra in the next couple of days. So again, you've got Libra somewhere in your chart, even if you're not necessarily a Libra. Uh, again, my Moon is in Libra, so I certainly know this element well. Uh, positive pole of Libra is uh, I cooperate, and its negative pole is I procrastinate. So notoriously, wherever Libra is in your chart is where you're going to be kind of kind of diplomatic. We're able to balance, attempt to harmonize things, and, and keep things as even keeled as possible, where you can see multiple sides of a situation. Uh, often it can give us some good communication skills in that particular area, kind of a pleasantness. Venus is a, Libra is a Venus-ruled sign, but it can also indicate where we're a little indecisive or, or sometimes where we procrastinate or put something off because we're weighing things endlessly, which is what a lot of Libras can get caught in 
uh, unless they have other things, of course, in the chart that give them a bit more decisiveness there. But certainly um, there is a pleasantness to uh, Libra and an ability to be kind of somewhat well-rounded uh, in some respects. So we'll get the sun moving into Libra. So, you know, that's kind of the relationship sign. It's going to kind of bring us into a little bit more of a, harm, a harmony um, with other people and a willingness to kind of adapt and, uh, and and be a little bit more diplomatic. So we're going to get that for about a month, whether you're a Libra or not. Again, depending on where it is in your chart. So say, for instance, Libra is in your ninth house, in your philosophy, higher education, travel house, then it's going to affect you there. Uh, if it's in your, like for me, it's contained in my sixth house, my work, service, and health house. So it depends where it is necessarily in terms of how it's going to play out really in a more kind of a cohesive kind of a way. Uh, the moon is in, where is the moon right now? I believe the moon is in Aries, and it actually is a full moon today. So let me mention this to you. The moon the moon moves like from sign and house like practically every two to three days. So it doesn't stay too long in a house or a sign. Uh, just, you know, it's moody. So it's the moon. It's moody. <laughs> it moves through things depending on its mood, so to speak. And right now it's in Aries and it's a full moon. Just a little kind of good information to take in, a um, little aside from astrology or interconnected with it, is typically, here's a good thing to do, guys, on a new moon, a new moon is a time to kind of plant intentions and ideas of what you're wanting to create in your life and what you're wanting to manifest. So I would say make sure in the new moon that you're in a harmonious place. You don't want to start a new moon day off bad because that kind of should set the pace for the next couple of weeks. So you want to always be always very aware of that on the new moon cycles when I tell people this too. It's got to be a harmonious day. Think about what you'd like to create and your intentions and all that good stuff during a new moon cycle. And typically you'll often see that culminate somewhat energetically during the full moon. So there can be a fullness to the full moon that we can feel at some level as well. Uh, we may find ourselves pleased during the full moon. We may find ourselves irritated if we, we feel like we haven't really gotten where we want to or we're seeing blockades coming up with that when that occurs. So that's just something to remember for the cycles because it can be really beneficial to be able to be to track those lunar cycles uh, and understand where they are. So right now it's in Aries. Uh, it's going to give everyone a little extra couple of days boost of independence uh, because it's uh, happily in Aries. Mercury right now is in Libra and has been for the last couple of weeks. So I believe we have another week or two of Mercury kind of moving its way through Libra. So similar to the Sun in Libra, Mercury in Libra gets us to think about how we relate to others, think about relationships. It gets us to think about balance and harmony. Uh, again, wherever Libra is in your chart, um, Mercury is going to be pushing through in that area right now, of course, and it's going to kind of have us thinking uh, about, um, you know, uh, you know, it's funny to say thinking about decision making, but really be weighing um, the the relationships that we have in our life and how we stay kind of in a harmonious, balanced place. And whether we're out of balance, uh, we're often thinking about that. That's what Mercury's about in our chart. Mercury shows what we're thinking about and what we're analyzing. Uh, so Mercury is uh, continuing its way to Libra. Mercury will always be within a sign or two away from the sun. So if, if the sun is in Libra, Mercury often is in Libra, or it might be ahead in, in Scorpio, or it could be behind in um, in uh, Virgo, or as far back as Leo sometimes. 
uh, but usually not for very long. That that has a lot to do with Mercury retrogrades and and how uh, the fact that Mercury actually moves faster than the sun to the signs, uh, but then it retrogrades more often. Venus is in Scorpio, so Venus again, similar to Mercury, uh, will will spend a, about a month or so in a sign. Uh, uh, Venus and Scorpio is going to really, really push a little bit of a passion button. Um, it could make us uh, a little more intense in some ways with our feminine energy. It can make us more flirtatious, uh, more manipulative. Uh, you can read that word however you like. It can, it can be positive. It can be negative, depending on the way that you, you read it. Uh, manipulation isn't necessarily a negative thing when it's done with good intention. Um, so Venus, uh, my my natal chart, I've got Venus and Scorpio, so it's home again, so to speak. Uh, so Venus and Scorpio can really, really bring us into our our sense of personal power, our sense of uh, magnetism, and and how we in, influence uh, others uh, at, at a very core, very, very base level. So it's a very strong uh, placement, but it can bring up sometimes when Venus moves to Scorpio, it can bring us up a little bit of jealousy or possessiveness or issues in our relationship where we're questioning boundaries with others, especially, again, in our more intimate relationships or with just people in general uh, around us. Mars has been in Leo for the last couple of weeks and will continue there for a bit. Mars will usually stay in a sign for about uh, two or three months or so. Uh, Mars, it's always interesting to track where Mars is because Mars will... Uh, represents our male energy, our aggressiveness, our assertiveness. So Mars and Leo, at one base level, um, it's going to bring out a little bit more of the showman in all of us. We'll be a little bit more cockier, a little bit more proud, a little more willing to put ourselves out there uh, in some ways. So that's kind of a nice influence, dependent on where Leo is in the chart, uh, how that's going to necessarily operate and where that's going to trigger. Um, but Mars definitely kind of pushes our buttons, um, so it can make us more creative because it's in Leo, a little bit more expressive, to get a bit more of a showman, uh, in some ways that urge to kind of shine. Uh, but it can also get us to be uh, a little pissed off if someone isn't recognizing the prince or princess in all of us. So you may find yourself a little bit more reactive during that period if people aren't acknowledging you the way you, you, you feel you should be seen. So uh, that, that's something to be aware of. I know I could, I could feel that, that going on with me uh, quite a bit. I have no time for someone that is not getting me or, or, not, um, or not being uh, chivalrous with me. Uh, I notice that whenever uh, Mars <laughs> pushes its way through Leo uh, in terms of where that, that locates in, in my chart, which is the fourth and fifth house. So it's really good, guys, by the way, to get your astrology chart done, just so you know. You can certainly have a session with me, but if you can't swing that uh, financially, you know, you, you can research yourself. Go to any of the websites that do free charts like astro.com, places like that. Punch in your birth information so you have at least a chart. Um, you'll be able to start researching and learning, uh, you know, how to how to operate with that. Um, most of the places we use a Placidus house system, which is an unequal house distribution, but I actually recommend that. That's what most astrologers follow with Placidus. Because um, so, they may ask you what type of chart system you want to use. Uh, the other ones, you could try out other, other systems. I, I don't want to invalidate them. They, they could work. But I found Placidus, um, the unequal distribution, seems to really be, to me, the most clear from what I can see. Okay talk a little bit about the bridge planets, the outer planets, and then I'm going to start taking some phone calls here. 
So we've got a lot of callers, so I'm going to take this, open the phone lines up a little bit earlier today than I normally do. Uh, so the bridge planets are Jupiter and Saturn. Uh, Jupiter will stay in a sign for about a year, a little over or approximately a year. Uh, Jupiter is kind of the planet in our chart, what I kind of call big happy fat cell on our chart. It's where we're uh, larger than life, where we're philosophical, where we're optimistic, where we're colorful, where we tend to be kind of big in our approach to things. Uh, so right now Leo is, uh, not Leo, Jupiter is in Cancer and will be for a little bit longer. I believe it will go retrograde once it pushes its way into Leo. I'm not sure whether it will go retrograde before then or after. I'm going to have to check that out, make sure I know exactly what is occurring there. But it is in Cancer now. So Jupiter in Leo is really going to bring up a lot of issues um, related to nurturing, to um, home, to family, to looking at how we're taken care of, how we take care of others, uh, really bringing a lot of those issues up for us, you know, hopefully in a positive way. I know I had a little bit of a trigger with it when it entered um, in somewhat a negative way because it was feeling like it was not being uh, acknowledged or taken care of from, from family members the way I would have liked um, or I ideally thought I should have been. But as it's progressed through, I really moved through a lot of that. And I've, I've realized something I hope a lot of my listeners kind of get. Sometimes your family, you know, your family you're born into is always your family. I think that we need to remember the friends, uh, our spouse, um, the, you know, our coworkers, the people we get close to in life really can become our family too. And, and for many people, sometimes they're even a better family than what you necessarily had come from. Um, so I always think it's good to remember that. And I, I always joke about that. I always say, if your family sucks, go find a better one. You know, you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to ditch your family and never speak to them or anything like that. I'm not even in any way recommending that, depending on your circumstances. But I, I always say expand. And that's what Jupiter is about. I have Jupiter sitting right on top of my damn ascendant. So I always kind of think big in that sense in the way I come across. And I've always had an ease that way. I can actually come from a decent good family, but I always just, I mean, I have a lot of friends, and, and it's easy for me to make connections with people uh, that kind of want to take me in, so to speak, uh, as the brother they never had or <laughs> things like that. So uh, I, I think there's an ease in that, and I, I always want to kind of teach that to people. Don't keep fretting about your family, you know what I mean? Sometimes your best friend is your family at some level, too. So Jupiter's really bringing up a lot of issues and themes about that, hopefully in a positive way for people, because typically, for the most part, that tends to be how it operates. And then Saturn is in Scorpio. Saturn will stay in the sign for about two and a half years. And I've talked about this on other shows. In fact, um, I just did a piece about this in my newsletter that will go out in October about Saturn's move through Scorpio. And I might have mentioned this on the last show, but Saturn in Scorpio, Saturn's like the planet of the Lord of Karma. So it represents where we, uh, where we have repercussions uh, for our actions in that sense. It represents where we're cautious, where we go through difficulty, where we may find ourselves... Um, having limitation and restriction. But yet the strange thing about Saturn is it's also kind of like the lump of coal that we polish into a diamond. Uh, Saturn can really inevitably become the very thing in our chart that is awesome, that we become very good at. 
we usually fall down a lot where Saturn is. We may get hurt. We may have difficulty in that area, but inevitably we become wiser and stronger and smarter. So Saturn's moving its way through Scorpio, meaning it's going to ask us to look at our sexual energy and where we put it and how we use it. It's going to ask us to look at shared resources, money, and finance with others and how we play that out, um, how we use our personal power to influence people um, and what the repercussions of that are. Uh, and, and influence and, and manipulation can be a good thing. Remember this, guys. It's not always necessarily a bad thing. Uh, being smart and guiding someone is is, is manipulating them. Uh, you know, a doctor who fixes you uh, has manipulated you. A personal trainer that gets you into shape has manipulated you. So don't always assume manipulation to be a bad thing. Scorpios get this rap. Remember, Scorpios in a chart, of course, is where we have that power that comes up, and we have to look at how we're going to necessarily use it. So. Saturn through Scorpio has really made it kind of one of these things where if you really screw up and you do something off kilter, you're going to kind of pay for it often quicker than you might like. Um, I use the Anthony Weiner scandal as that, a great example of this. It's just, you know, he's it's he, a somewhat of a misuse of sexual energy. Uh, I think people should be able to do whatever they want to, and if he wants to send dirty pictures of himself to women, hey, all the more power to you, but one, he's married. Uh, and two, he's in the public eye. You should be a little smarter about that in that sense. There's going to be repercussions around that. So it's not even a moral judgment. It's just more of a, an issue of having a brain in your head. Uh, if you're going to be that public, think about what you're necessarily doing in, in this modern age of Internet and things like that. It's very difficult to get away with something, you know. So anyway, Saturn's and Scorpio, a lot of that's going to be real more personal to us in a way of looking at how we use our power and whether we're necessarily misusing it or using it effectively. So, uh, again, look at where Saturn is in the chart, and you'll often get some insight into the area where this tends to play out throughout your whole life. Look at where Saturn is transiting, meaning where it is moving now in your chart, and you'll get a feel for what issues you've been dealing with for the last year or two, and then you've got another year or so on to contend with. Okay. I'm going to skip talking about the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto right now because we have so many callers. I want to start taking calls. I'm hoping to get to everybody. Uh, I've already got about five people waiting. I don't know if I'll be able to get to everyone, but I should. I will do my best. Uh, so I want to kind of start taking calls, uh, especially for the people that are so patiently waiting. I'm going to have to keep these to about five minutes, guys. Uh, if you want to try to get on the call list, we've got another 25 minutes of the show. Uh, Call-in number here is 646-200-3966. If you're not able to get in today, uh, you can always try me again on another show, uh, and I'll, I'll try to get you in. And also, again, personal sessions. You can just kind of have a session with me. I've got a promotional special running from now until the end of November for new clients for $20 off their first initial session for 45-minute or longer sessions. Uh, it's a good, guys. This is a lot more time to really get into detail of your life, whether through astrology or other tools. Go to jimventura.com. Check that out if that's something you're interested in. But I'm going to try to get to some of you guys today and see if we can give you some insight, even just a couple of minutes here. Okay, 224, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hi, this is Jill. Hey, Jill. How are you today? Are you looking at charts today? Uh, I'm I'm not going. The reason I don't look at charts, I've got a friend who does a, an astrology radio show, who uh, looks at charts. It's amazing how she she's so Virgo. She can punch the information in. Me when I'm on on air, the time it takes for me to get that info in, I think is is dead air. But what I can do is I can certainly pull a rune stone or tarot cards or an angel card or an animal card or something for you if you have a question. Okay. Do you see anything coming through for me soon financially, career, anything good? Okay, 
Anything good in life at all? <laughs> good in life, period. Yeah. You know, it's amazing um, how many people I've talked to that are uh, have been going through some kind of struggle in that area. I went through it myself for for quite a bit, uh, especially in 2008 is when it started, and it on and off through to 2012, back and forth. Really tough. So I know a lot of people have had some some difficulty in those areas. It's just it had a lot to do. If you ask it from an astrology angle, it had a lot to do with being uh, with uh, Pluto moving into Capricorn in 2008, which made things kind of hard and tougher and more difficult at some level. So the unfortunate news is um, Capricorn tends to be, um, you know, Pluto's move to a sign is like 16 years. So it stays there for a long time before it kind of does its thing. So we've got some more time on, on Pluto's move to Capricorn, but no, it has not been easy. So what I'm doing for you, Jill, is I pulled, I'm going to pull in a couple of tarot cards just to kind of see okay. where things have been and where they're heading in the next couple of months. Um, hey. I also pulled um, I also pulled a rune stone. Uh, I'm doing a little extra for you because you were just online the longest uh, waiting for me so patiently. So uh, let me mention a couple of things. So I, I pulled a couple of tarot cards for you. The mother of stones comes up reversed in the past. Um, this could represent you at some level. It's going to represent someone else. But in essence, um, it can indicate um, some energy, obviously, around money, finances, career, feeling stuck and blocked. Um, sometimes yes. it can be working for someone who is difficult or just having difficulty with work in general, uh, certainly bringing up fears around security that have been going on. Yes. Yes. Um, present comes up the Nine of Swords which means difficult astrological conditions and, and really tough circumstances. I don't want to minimize this. I think you've had a rough time uh, yeah. in a way that that's probably making you damn tired in that sense. Uh, yeah. Kind of source to me is that feeling you just want to throw the towel in almost in that sense. It's like what what shitty thing can happen next syndrome. Uh, and yeah. you've got that kind of in the present. So you've been going through some definite difficulty. Um the rune I pulled for you is also interesting because it comes up um, the the uh, Tewaz reverse, which means really it's almost like your energy right now needs to kind of cut something away, and that could be a circumstance, a situation, people, or just, um, uh, you know, like even just that whole process of kind of letting go of the past and putting it down. You know, I think what, one of the things that happens when we go through difficulty is um, it's hard to, like, even think positive after you've dealt with so much difficulty because, like, yes. you, keep, you know, it's like your dreams keep getting dashed over and over and over again and you sort of keep waiting for the next shit storm, even though you don't want it to come that way. Yes. So I think that's also, it's almost like a magnet, unfortunately, that keeps the difficulty coming. I know I went through that myself quite a bit for, for a while. It was tough to shake it. But the good news, Jill, is the judgment card comes up next as we progress through the year for you upright which means an opportunity is coming, and the judgment card means the passing of the test. Uh, it means that you'll get through this, and that, like, the judgment card in the throw is sort of like the image of the angel Gabriel blowing the trumpet and the clouds parting and seeing okay. things more clearly and opportunities finally coming your way. So what I'm hearing for you when it comes to the money financial thing, you guys are saying, actually, as soon as November, this seems to kick in. There's something about um, November, um, I'm, it, it almost seems like it's around Thanksgiving 
uh, type of a time. It's interesting because I feel like you'll actually finally have a sense of being thankful for something kind of coming your way at that point. So it's not that far off. That's why I'm hearing hang in there a little bit longer. There's an opportunity that's going to come your way. And what your guides are saying to me is it's almost like you already put it in motion. So isn't that much more that you have to do for it to occur? It's more an issue of whether you can kind of hang and have the faith that it will and know that this sort of difficult period is kindly getting ready to pass. When is your birthday, Jill? December 17th. Yeah, I, I just I, I knew I was talking about the Sagittarius. That's why I'm, I'm laughing here, too, because I know you you want to be an optimist all of the time, but, you know, you reach that point where it's just bad after bad after bad. You start, you start being afraid to be an idealist or an optimist anymore uh, at some level. So there's something coming up. Um, and I keep saying around November or so, um, it's, uh, it's mid to late November to early December. There's an opportunity that comes, and I see income coming in again. You guys are sort of saying it's going to be like, then you're going to have to work to catch up because I'm sure the past right. has already probably drained the crap out of you, so to speak, already, yeah. but you'll be able to do it. Um, so hang in there a bit longer. It's gonna, the, so the, in the, the levees are going to break. Until November, I'll be okay. Yeah, you'll make it. I, you know, you're just going to have to probably rob from Peter to pay Paul a little. You know, not like okay. you haven't been doing that. But keep that sort of in your psyche. You know, you're going to have to maneuver things, uh, but you'll be able to pull it off. It's tight, though. You know, I would say that's the thing about Sagittarius. The gift and the curse of Sagittarius is you always kind of get saved in the 11th hour. But sometimes it's not right. 11th but hour, I it's like 11.59. What's that? I know. I you you just can't break it. It's just that, you know, Sagittarians love to tell the story afterwards of the harrowing thing you overcame, but when you're going through it, it sucks. Right, and so, then I'm like, you know, I'm the luckiest person on the planet, yeah. but in the meantime, you're hanging there by a thread for way Absolutely. too long. Yes, and that, that's what's been happening. And I, I feel like there's a little more of that, so that you got to maintain your optimism throughout. But something's about to burst through, uh, so just keep the faith, even though I know that's not been easy, okay? Okay, that was outstanding. Thank you Good. so I'm much. Glad I, I'm glad you waited. I was glad to talk to you. Too. I, I, I said, believe I went through it. It was like two to three years of that crap before it broke. Ugh. Okay. So I know from once you are talking about here. So, okay. All right. Thank Let you. Me, you're welcome, sweetie. Thank you for calling. Let's put her on hold. Let's take another call. Thank you. I, you know, it's so funny. It's from the intuitive ability. I just knew I was talking to a Sagittarius, so I was like, oh, she's going through what I went through a couple of years ago. Oh, my God, you can't believe how much I, I learned how to rob Peter to pay, <laughs> to pay Paul. It was not an easy uh, not an easy configuration to handle by by any means. Okay, so 224, we talked to Jill. Let's get 502 on the line. 502, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hello. Hello, who are we Hi. talking to? Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hey. How are you doing Hi. today? Very good. Thanks for taking good. the call. Um, uh, my, question? Is, my question is, uh, am I pregnant? Am I, uh, I'm pregnant. Are you asking about if you're pregnant? Yeah. Hmm, let's see. Interesting. You know, I just had a, I had a dream about um, someone asking me this question. It's always so weird how weird I am. I'm just so used to it, I guess. Um, 
know you're more at Lionel than the Metalogy. So. Uh, well, here's what I'm getting. Um, okay. I, I think you are. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to be pregnant? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not like a, okay, try hard to get pregnant, but, of course, if I don't wear birth control and uh, right. bit, we just like if it happens, happens, so. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I pulled a couple of cards on this, and they seem to be kind of happy cards around this particular subject. So um, it comes up kind of positive, four swords is coming up reverse, which means like something, you know, you were in a pause period almost. Um, yeah. But now there is um, activity, a new movement coming up. So I'm hearing that you're either pregnant or you're going to be uh, very soon as well. And uh, I, I think you kind of are, but I'm hearing it's coming anyway. I, you know, I'm getting, I keep, I keep feeling the energy of the, the child that wants to come in getting the astrology right. So it's funny, yes. we always think in terms of us getting it right, but more like, damn, when that kid makes the decision, they're coming, they're coming. Um, yeah. So something's building. Preparing. And yeah. I pulled an angel card, and it comes up Isaiah, which is really funny, because let me read a little quick quote on this to you. That was okay. when I was asking questions like this. A lot of times I think the angel cards are good for this. Uh, he says, it's a good time to give birth to new ideas and situations in your life. I'm watching over you, guiding you, and protecting you during these changes. Um, additional messages, you're ripe with new possibilities. You, possibilities, you feel an urgency to push into new territory. But, beloved one, you're new and exciting life changes are inevitable. There's no turning back. Instead of playing it safe, you decide to move forward. This is why I'm here with you right now, giving you the courage and comfort that you need. So, something birthing, so to speak, at one level or another. So, I think uh, I think it's either happening or it's going to happen soon, one level or another. I feel that energy getting ready to come in. Yeah, you know, I can, like, have that thought. I feel I can help a lot of people with angels and everything, but... Right. And to me, they have to tell me uh, if I ask or do. I, I just, I, I, but this time I feel like there was giggling. There was, it was pretty much, you know, it, what I feel is if, if I'm not, it, it's coming like next month or right. that. Right. Absolutely. It, yeah. It, 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 it is. I say same thing. Yeah, I'm getting an image of a train coming. You know what I mean? Like something's coming, and that's what's happening. You're sensing it. So it's just a matter yeah. of the body being ready to take for the timing in that sense. So it's coming, it's here or coming very soon, okay? Great, great. I will check awesome. you out. Uh, I'm going back online because now I'm uh, we driving to uh, add all this stuff. But I'm oh, going to cool. check it out because I really like, uh, I was telling uh, my uh, fiance that this guy's a kick ass on uh, astrology, so I got to check him out. So, right, right. I will, yeah, yeah I will you. check you out and uh, yeah, yeah, I will check you out and communicate with you soon. Sounds good, awesome. Yeah, click and I like on my Facebook fan page too. Uh, if you get a chance, also. All right, awesome. Thank you, Debbie. Congrats. Let us know how Thank it goes. Thank you. Sweet. All right, I will let you know. All right, very good. Okay, I think I'm going to be able to make two more callers. I've got a lot of callers. I'm wishing I'd be able to get to everybody. I don't think I'm going to be able to, though, time-wise. So I'm going to board that head. So we'll do our best. 414, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hi. Hello. Who are we talking to today? My name is Tanya. Hi, Tanya. How are you? I'm fine. Um, today I'm actually... Question? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is actually though on my son. And I was just okay. seeing if you could see some positive things coming in. He recently uh, lost his son? job. Um, What's that? He lost his job. Yeah, he recently lost his job, so he's been a little bit down, and he feels like he was wronged and right. Um, so I told him to stay positive. Things always work out, you know. Sometimes things yeah. happen and, and they turn out to be a blessing in disguise. Right, absolutely. And good advice. Now, that's good mothering advice, by the way. Uh, when is his birthday? The cards are showing air, but it's, you know, it's just he's an air center. He's got an air nature to him. What's his, when's his birthday? Uh, March 10th. Oh, so he's a Pisces. Okay. All right. So here's what I pulled a couple of trail cards on this for you. Very interesting, very clear. You know, I actually really enjoy doing these quick calls on air because you guys are so, like, you're so intent on wanting to know and get information that it's really easy for me to read. Once while clients will come into our office and they're nervous. So it's, like, it's almost like swimming through molasses. So I actually like these little minis because people are like, this is the information, this is what I want. So it's actually more effective. The more open you are, the better the info will come through. So what comes up, I pulled a couple of throw cards. Um, the Eight of Cups comes up in the past, which means a disappointment, a sadness, um, a loss, um, a feeling of going down a road that didn't pan out. Um, so I clearly, I think that's him. One of the things that you have to recognize about Pisces is the positive pole of Pisces is I believe. The truth are idealists in a lot of ways. The negative mm-hmm. is I escape. So I say this with love, no offense to Pisces, because I can say the positives about every sign and the negatives, but Pisces can be big old babies sometimes when they don't get yes. there, they consult a little bit. You know, it's that Thank victim consciousness. Yeah, Aries does it too, but like with more anger. <laughs> Pisces, it becomes more emotionally internalized. So I'm always like, get over it. That's just the way it is. Sometimes life sucks. You just deal with it and wait till the next thing. But um, the good news is there is something coming up. Um, the Son of Swords comes up next, which means information. I'm, I'm hearing within the next couple of weeks, the next month, I think you're going to deal with him a little bit longer being slightly miserable. But um, there's information coming in. Someone's bringing him a message or news that's positive at some level. And then they're showing the full card coming up as we progress into the next month or two upright, which sounds like a bad card, but it's not. The full card means uh, like a uh, – uh, it means like the um, a new opportunity comes, something excited about, something he's enthusiastic about. So that's what I'm hearing. Something's going to come up and it's going to get all gung-ho about that. But I'm hearing you probably got a couple more weeks of him feeling sorry for himself. Great. Great. So just preparing I, you, but it's not permanent. He ain't going to stay on it. Right, right. I'm going to keep him, you know, to to stay positive, you know, but yep. yes, you're right. He he is being a big baby, and I'm like, are you for real? Yeah, yeah. We forget that it's like when you're young, how disappointed you get, how much energy you put towards something. But you know, I always use the same joke. I always say all exes get hit with the ugly stick. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's such a funny thing when you get older, you figure this out. Like you'll have you'll have a relationship break up, a marriage falls apart, you lose a job, something bad happens. But you always, it always moves you towards something better. You know what I mean? But it's so hard to see that when you go through it. You know, it's always like, right. you know, I like to especially consider the use of adversity for that reason because it really, in essence, helps us. So remind them of that. But, again, remember it's kind of the nature of the beast for people to be, you know, a little miserable, and certainly for Pisces. Um, you know, withdrawal can be 
you know, disappearing and sulking. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, you know, uh, the more extreme stuff, alcohol or other things too, when they're miserable. But he'll pop out of it. Something else is coming anyway, oh. so he'll he'll be gung ho about that too. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for calling in. Good luck. Thank you. All right. I get one more call in here. So my apologies. I know I got a couple people in. I'm only going to get one more in. Uh, just time wise, they're going to chop me off. Okay. Two one zero. Welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hello. Is this for me? Yes. Hi. What's my your name? name is Dee. My name is Dee. I'd like to know if it's going to get better for me and my daughter where we're living, or will I have an opportunity to move to another state with her? Okay. Have you called in before? Never. Oh, okay. Because I, I did. <laughs> I, it's very similar to some of them. I talked to someone last month that they were going through. That's why. I, but I don't think her name is Dee. But I just remember having a similar discussion, so that kind of popped into my head. Um, okay. So let's pull some cards on all of that. Um, so you're asking about the possibility possibility of a move? Yes, because I, I can't um, afford is that it. Is something so you want to do? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, here's what I'm getting. Um, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I do feel there is something uh, getting ready to come up in that area for you. Um, I pulled a couple of tarot cards. It comes up to Seven of Cups reversed, which means... You've been reevaluating your position on things. There's been some emotional stuff um, yes. that has really gotten you, you know, re, you know, really rethinking about um, what you want uh, for yourself, for your family, all of that. You've been really rethinking. I want to say, even in a positive way, actually, I think you're yes. you're not really being negative about this. I think you're really looking at what you want and what's best for all concerned. So yes. that's what's been going on in the past. Um, the alchemy or temperance card comes up next, um, which means, um, like, it usually means, like, almost like a process of trial and error. Like, you're looking at different things to consider and weighing your options and figuring out what's going to be best for you yes. um, and, and the family and, and just in general. Uh, it is a positive card. It usually means timing cycles right in your favor. Uh, so I'm seeing that within the next couple of months. But it's also interesting, too, because I am feeling like there is a very strong possibility of a move and a change. But, you know, how long have you been, uh, how long have you been where you are now? Well, I've only been in this house a year, but I've been in this state eight years, and I want to move out of state. Okay. And you, right. Because I feel like that there's some I, – I, I feel like there's a change coming, and I see some upset around the change, but not okay. from you. I feel like it's coming from other family or other people in that sense about whether they're questioning the decision or the process in that sense. Probably so I want to tell you, yeah, if your instinct tells you it's right, go for it anyway no matter what kind of flack you get in that sense. Sometimes people are well-intentioned, but they're a little bit of a pain in the ass that way because they're trying to maneuver us uncomfortably. Um, I know years ago I moved from, from – New York to Arizona, and I got some people that were very supportive, and I got some people that were really down and out, outright, like, mean about it and trying to make me uncomfortable, and it was wrong somehow, and why was I leaving my family, and why would you take that kind of a risk, and damn it, you know, it was tough. So I feel like there's a little well, lack that I see coming around it, but not enough well, it's, to it's very, it's very bad for us socially. Does it show, will I be able to afford this move? 
Yeah. Not only do I think you'll be able to afford it, I I, I want to say what you guys are saying to me is, is you almost have to. Yeah. It'll be better for you. It'll it'll change the conditions and circumstances. So not only well, you'll be able to pull up. Yeah, any move is difficult, and I feel like it's connected with work and practicality and other things. I feel like it's a practical decision, and I think yes. that um, because I, you guys keep saying to me, this is about making a better life for you and your family and having a better future so you get out of this energy that you've been in. <laughs> yes. So it's coming. And I, I, I want to say I'm literally seeing this probably within the next uh, uh, two to three months, maybe even a oh, little that's sooner. Great. So it's oh, coming, that's so great. all right? I've never had such okay. a hard time in my but, life. You know what? Do a little do a little vision board of of what you want to see and create for yourself a little mini vision board and and use that as your you know put all the best things and images of where you want to be and where you want to go and watch how quick, quickly that manifests once you put that like almost on paper. I want you to do that. That's my little homework assignment for you. Cool little vision okay, board of what you want to see Definitely. for yourself and watch how quick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Awesome. Great Thank question. Uh, yeah, so that's what, you know, it is. It's weird. Sometimes when we move and we make changes, even a positive way, people will give us flack. You know, but it's usually challenging something inside of them. So I always tell people, never take this world personally. <laughs> Most of the things people say and do to us uh, are really not about us. They're more about them and, and challenging. Maybe they want to move and make a change, and they've never been able to, and here you are. You're going to run away, and you're going to leave them, or, you know, all that stuff comes up. Anyway, okay, we're out of time. Thank you for all the calls. Thank you, everyone, uh, in the chat today. Uh, uh, it's a great seeing all you guys. I'll be back here next week. Next week is a free um, mini uh, class I'm doing on uh, past lives. So check out next week's show. It's an hour-long show. I'm going to take calls for the end of the show and pick up some past life influences from my listeners, but we're going to do a good 40-minute free mini class on air. So definitely catch that next week. Again, go to jimventura.com if you want information about my services. Email me at venturasage at yahoo.com to get on the mailing list. And I'm here usually three or four Thursdays every month, and I'll be here next week. All right. Cheers, people. Thank you.